Hello, and welcome back to Saps Quest. In today's episode, we are going to officially head out with Hex as he explores the world of Starforged. Welcome to Saps Quest a solo RPG actual play podcast. I am your host, GM, and solo player, Sap, and this is my quest. The following podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. As the story begins, I think we will find Hex slumped in his uh, pilot's chair on his ship, the Vanisher. He's uh, currently taking a nap, uh, reclined in his pilot's chair, when suddenly his companion cube, Cory, comes rushing into the cockpit, is yelling at the top of his speakers. Signal! There's a signal, Hex! We should shake it out! Come on! And I think that Hex is rudely awakened and is like, Ugh! Cory, for fuck's sake, what the hell are you doing? I'm taking a nap. Ugh. Yes, you're lazy. You should not be lazy. You should take for signals. We need to find family. Yes, I think we do. I think Cory might be an annoying son of a bitch. Yeah, well. So, uh, Hex is waking up and he's rubbing his eyes and be like, All right, all right, fine. Let's just... Let's just head over to wherever that signal comes from. So, have you prepped the, the vanisher for takeoff? Nothing loaded! So they uh, do whatever they have to do to, to get ready. Um, I think that Hex is, is wiping his hand, using his powers to uh, flip some switches and push some buttons and uh, get the E-Drive up and running. We can hear this rumbling sound as the as the E-Drive uh, starts to heat up and we are now going to undertake an expedition. So to undertake an expedition, we have to roll on uh, either Edge, Shadow or Wits, depending on how we're going to get there. And I think we're going to get there uh, using speed. So that would be a plus Edge. So here we go. That's, whoa, that's a four on the action die, a one and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit with a match, which means that this is an exceptionally strong hit. And I'm not sure what we're going to do with that right now, but we'll get there when we get there. Okay, so on a strong hit, you reach a waypoint, envision the location and mark progress per the rank of your expedition. So... First of all, we are going to uh, mark progress. And because this is just a troublesome bow, we are going to mark three boxes right off the bat, which is great for us. So they head off, and I think the Vanisher pops out of E-Drive right next to, to where the signal came from. And as Hicks looks outside the, the window into deep space, you can see this big freighter ship of, of some sort 
Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's busted up pretty badly. Uh, maybe the signal was a distress signal. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think that uh, the side of the hole is all torn open. Uh, the the cockpit is crushed. Um, the engines have been ripped off and they're floating around a few hundred meters away from the from the main hole. It looks like something took a big chunk right out of the hole and just left it there, floating in space. So, uh, yeah, I think that Hex is intrigued, uh, a little bit worried, but still. Uh, so, he gets up, he walks back to the, uh, the hangar of, of the ship, and uh, I guess there's some kind of airlock or, or, or something there, so he puts on his suit, uh, he gets to to the door and opens it up and Corey is of course following him floating around and he hooks himself up to a uh, a winch of some sort and pushes off out into space towards the the freighter when he reaches the hull of the freighter he uh, he gently steps inside the the big hole uh, made in the side and he looks left and he looks right and he can see some flickering lights and I think he is in some sort of a corridor and as he looks around he looks at Corey and it's like I have a bad feeling about this Corey and Corey answers Then you have to watch it Go on or go back And Hicks just shakes his head and it's like Alright Corey, let's go and I think they are going to head towards the back of the freight to the uh, loading bay, I guess we can call it, where they should have stacked up on all the things that they were supposed to transport, all equipment uh, and boxes and containers or whatever they whatever they use to uh, store things during travel. So I think this is a good place to ask the Oracle our first question. Does Hex and Corey encounter anything living? That's a 93, so that's a yes. So there is something. There is something alive on the freighter. So I think that in this moment, Corey simply stops and he starts spinning around slowly in the in the corridor and X looks at him and he's like what's up Corey Corey he stops and he says noises I can hear noises up ahead maybe they're friendly but maybe they're not you should probably ready some pebbles yes I think this is a good idea just to be sure. Uh, at this point, uh, Hex grabs his little bag and he pulls out a handful of metallic steel, like ball bearing uh, balls or pebbles. And he starts to just gently letting them hover above his, his hand uh, and keeps it in front of him in a little bit. So he's ready if something happens. I think they keep moving. Uh, they're adventurers, so they shouldn't be too uh, scared about this. So they push on towards the, the noises, and 
What do they find? Is this uh, maybe some sort of... Maybe it's a survivor? Let's ask the Oracle 50-50. That's a 20. So, no. It's not a survivor. So, oh yeah. I, I think that this is a... Uh, this is some alien life form they have captured and we're, we're transporting to a new location somewhere in, uh, I don't know, the other side of, of the sector or something. And when the ship was attacked or whatever happened with it, the creature came free. And it's not a friendly creature, so I'm guessing it's some sort of hunter or uh, at least a mediator of some sort. And I think that it is hungry. It's been kept in captivity. Uh, we don't know when when this ship was hit. So it might have been wandering around here without food for a long time. Uh, we haven't seen any survivors as of yet. Or anyone on the ship at all. So maybe they, the creature couldn't find anything to, to eat. So... When Hicks steps aboard the ship, it can probably smell him. So when Hicks enters the, the hangar, where the noises are coming from, he can hear these, like, claws uh, gently tapping on the metal of the hull. And suddenly something comes flying out from the shadows, and Hicks can see these little claws coming towards his face. So he uh, sidesteps, and he pushes the creature to the side, and... This means that we are going to enter the fray. When you initiate combat or are forced into a fight, envision your objective and give it rank. So we're going to call this objective, uh, I don't know, fight with the little creature. And I think we're just going to make him a troublesome foe. Because this is the first fight and we don't really want to overdo it, I think. So... Yeah, um, he is a troublesome foe. And because we uh, entered the fray, we're going to roll. And we are caught in a trap. I guess we could call it that, so it's going to roll on wits. We got a two wits. That's a seven on the action die and an four and an eight on the challenge die for a weak hit so on a weak hit choose one take plus two momentum or you are in control i'm gonna choose to be in control because that way i can use strike as our first move in this combat so i think that uh, hicks is turning around he got his uh, pebbles out and he simply lets a few of them loose towards the creature and when you strike, uh, when you are in control and assault a foe at close quarters, roll iron. When you attack at the distance, roll edge. And I think we're far and far away to be able to uh, to shoot these beads. So we're going to roll a plus edge. And okay, let's see where it goes. That's a six on the challenge die. And a 2 and a 7 on the action dice may giving us a weak hit. On a weak hit, mark progress twice, but you expose yourself to danger. You are in a bad spot. 
Oh, okay. Um, let's mark progress uh, twice, though. That puts us to... We're already at six boxes, but we are in a bad spot. So I think that even though Hex turns around and he, he fires his pebbles, he hits the creature and he can see the impact. He can see some, I don't know, yellowish blood spurts out of him, but it's not down for the count. And it seems to just uh, enrage the creature even more. And the creature comes running towards him and Hex is not ready for this, so he, he backs up, but he stumbles and falls back. And the, uh, the creature comes launching up towards him. So I think this would be a clash. So when you're in a bad spot and fight back against a bow, you use clash. So if it's close quarters, roll iron. When you're uh, exchange fire at the distance, roll edge. And I would like to use edge, but the thing is that I don't think I can justify that. The creature is not that far away. It's already pouncing on him. So, sadly, we're going to have to use Iron, and that's not one of Hex's strong suits, but, well, here we go. Okay, um, it's not too bad. We got a 6 on the action die, and a 2 and a 6 on the challenge dies for a weak hit. Uh, on a weak hit, mark progress, but you are dealt a counter blow or a setback. You stay in a bad spot and must pay the price. Okay, so we first first up we mark progress, and that puts us up all the way to a 10, which is great for us. But I stay in a bad spot and I must pay the price. So paying the price, we're going to roll on the, uh, the pay the price oracle. So, all right, here we go. 90. You are delayed or put at a disadvantage. I'm not really sure what that means, but I'm I'm going to say that we're going to lose momentum. We're at four momentum because this takes more time and uh, we're delayed. So I'm just going to use it as a burn. So we go back down to two momentum. I think that's that's all we can do right now. I only, honestly, I just can't come up with anything better at the moment. So, um, the creature comes flying towards Hex, and Hex is trying to uh, push it away. And he is successful, but he, he takes a few, a few blows, and he's still in a bad spot. However, I think at this point, uh, as the creature is, is over him and trying to bite him, he's gonna, he's gonna pull out a dagger, got some sort of dagger. And he's just gonna smash it into into the face of this of this creature, and I'm gonna uh, roll on the progress progress bar, so I don't roll my action die. I take the the markings, and I got a ten. It's a full full progress meter, and so it's ten versus the uh, the challenge dice. So here we go, rolling the challenge dice. It's a 3 and a 9, so that's a strong hit. However, because I am in a bad spot when I take decisive action, uh, a strong hit is considered a weak hit. 
So, on a weak hit, you achieve your objective, but not without cost. Roll on the table below or choose one. If the fight continues, you're in a bad spot. But the fight does not continue, so we're just gonna roll on the on the list and see what happens. 65. Others pay the price. Someone else suffers the cost. Well, we don't have anyone else, so I guess what happens is that Corey is coming towards me because he, he wants to help, but he gets a he gets gets one of these claws bangs into his metal shell and he he gets a big scratch um that's gonna take a few hours to buff out later so i think that's i think that's enough uh, for now and because of the uh, the the fight doesn't continue uh we have defeated our first our first enemy in this game which is great it went better than i thought it would i'm happy so as Hex, he lies there and he's panting like, <sighs> and Corey, he got this scratch in, on one of his side. He he turns to, I guess he turns, he's a cube, whatever. He turns to to Hex and he's he asks, "Are you okay, Hex?" And uh, Hex answers that, "I'm alright, Corey." Just a little bit shaken. Did not expect that to happen right now. And then they gather themselves and they pick up their, their falling gear if they dropped anything. Or I guess Hex dropped anything. Corey doesn't actually have any gear. So uh, at this point, I think they're heading deeper into the ship. And I think they're going to... I think we're going to uh, roll for gather information. And... We should remember that we have the scavenger asset and I just remembered that I have coin shot and coin shot actually gives me a plus one to edge uh, when I strike or clash. I only used strike once but I forgot to add a plus one. It uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, we're gonna gather information. So using this scavenger asset when you gather information or resupply by scavenging a wreck, ruin, or abandoned site, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. On a strong hit with a match, you also find something of unique value, significance, or function. Envision the nature of this discovery, take plus two momentum, and mark two ticks on your discovery legacy track. But yeah, uh, we are going to just gather information. Uh, we use wits so it's plus one for scavenger and plus two for uh for wits and here we go that's a nine on the action die and a four and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit on a, on a strong hit, you discover something helpful and specific. The path you must follow or action you must take to make progress is made clear. Envision what you learn. Then take plus two momentum. So plus two momentum puts us at four. And we should envision what we learn. So again, we're going to ask the Oracle. We're going to roll for a descriptor. 
and we're gonna roll on focus so here we go uh descriptor is violent and focus is enclosure violent enclosure what the hell does that mean i think that violent enclosure means in this case that these guys whoever they are they were transporting these animals to a uh, to a planet where they were going to be used either as uh, cannon fodder, basically. Put them in the front line, send them in, and hope they tear enough people to pieces. Or it was going to be used uh, as entertainment, like uh, a coliseum kind of a deal. I think I like that one better. Yeah, I think they, they were... They, they catch violent creatures and they bring them to some sort of coliseum-like uh, place on some random planet. People can bet and join the fight, and you know, for glory and for riches and, and all that. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think that's what this is. Uh, so we're still not sure why. Or, or rather, we're still not sure why the signal was sent out. What happened to the ship uh, that put put it into this this state? Uh, maybe, maybe some of these creatures got free and tore it apart. Uh, let's ask the Oracle. I think that's uh, I think that's highly unlikely to tell the truth. Um, Unlikely. We, we, we put it at unlikely. 56. So, no. Uh, it was not the creatures that broke free and tore the ship apart. Uh, and I think that makes sense because I stated before that the, the, the cockpit or the, the front of the ship uh, was crushed. So, it has to have been some sort of out outwards impact. Uh, to crush it like that so uh, maybe they were just unlucky maybe they got caught up in a uh, in some sort of uh, meteor shower because this is the deep space no it's not the deep space it's the uh, it's the um, the outlands and the outlands are rough and people haven't explored it that much so Maybe they just, maybe they just had bad luck and they got into a, to a meteor shower. So, again, let's ask the Oracle. Were they just unlucky and got into some sort of meteor storm or meteor shower and got smashed by some large space rocks? Uh, I'll say it's a 50-50. Or maybe it's even likely. Yeah, I, I, I think it's likely that could happen. 83 so yes it's uh, very likely so they were just unlucky they got into this uh, storm of stones and it banged into the ship maybe they left uh, e-drive for some reason um, 
because we just need to recharge they're not infinite so maybe just drop that to uh, take a break uh, hanging in space for for a while uh, waiting for for the e-drive to charge back up and suddenly out of no nowhere these meteor showers came came smashing down and with that i think we have reached a um, we have uh, reached a milestone because we gained meaningful insight did we i say we did i say we did so yeah gotta mark that that gives us another three boxes which is great we could we could try to fill, fulfill the vow right now uh be be done with it but i still think it's a bit scary with six nope we're gonna keep going we're gonna fill this motherfucker out so hmm i think hicks is he's a pretty good guy i think he would like to uh, see if he can find some sort of terminal and see if he can find some some uh, life signs on the uh, on the ship to uh, see if there's there are any survivors around so to do that i think we should just ask the oracle if we can find some sort of ter terminal uh, and i would say that's 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 very likely almost certain 33 so yeah we we find the terminal and and we're gonna uh, hack our way into this and look around for uh, for a couple of things first of all can we find on the terminals where the ship was heading i say this is a 50 50. i mean it must be there somewhere because we have this computer that controls the ship and so the coordinate coordinates needs to be there somewhere the problem is do we actually find it uh, I'm going to say 50-50 on that. 18. No, we do not find out where this ship is going. Ah. That sucks. Oh, well. So, um, the second question here is, can, can the computers find any life forms? Uh, except for me and Corey, of course. If Is there anyone else alive? I would say that's unlikely. I mean, the ship was torn apart. Mm. Unlikely. We're going to say unlikely. 78. Yes. Okay. So there are other life forms. Um, and it might be survivors. And I think Hex is a... He's a good guy. In general. So... I think it's gonna go uh, yeah he has to go look he, he has to make sure he can't leave any any if there's any survivors he can't just leave them behind so he is definitely gonna go and search for for these for these guys so he he turns to uh, he turns to Corey and he, he's like Corey record this and show me the way we have to see if there's any survivors and Corey is, Corey's Corey, so he's, he, he does this little spin, it's the equal of, of nodding his head, and 
yeah, uh, off they go. So I think that most likely the survivors would have been in the sleeping quarters, maybe. Because generally when shit hits the fan, people panic and they they simply they go to the place they know. And I think most most people on a ship like this would go to their rooms and basically barricade themselves in there. Uh, especially if they're not one of the you know the pilots or someone that's trained to to deal with the with the harsh reality of space so uh yeah and Corey and and hicks is making their way towards the, the sleeping quarters uh, Corey leading the way um because he recorded the the whole map and when they get there, uh, I think that Hex is he, he's apprehensive because of what just happened. So he, he brings forth a, a few more beads and he, he I think he, he lets them circulate uh, around the crown of his head. So he, he can fire them at, at any time in any direction because he's a paranoid fucker. So, um, but yeah, they, they, they get to the to the sleeping quarters and following uh, Corey he he walks to one of the doors and outside he can see he can see some blood um, semi-dried blood uh, on on the floor it uh, looks like some drag marks and he, he looks at, at Corey and he puts his uh, finger to the mouth in like a a hush sign and he gently pushes open the door and what do they see is there anyone inside that's still alive? I mean, we did we did ask the Oracle about it, uh, so it's almost certain that we got the right room. I just like rolling on on the on the tables. So that's a one hundred. So yeah, uh, there's definitely someone in here that is uh, is alive. But he is probably in a really bad shape because of the blood outside. So Hex goes inside, still very apprehensive, keeps an eye around. Um, I'm going to ask the Oracle if there is uh, any of the creatures in there. I would say it's a very small chance because otherwise this guy would not be alive. Yeah, there is no one in there. So uh, Hex comes over to this creature uh, individual individual is it yeah, let's call it that this alien <laughs> this alien individual and he checks him over and checks his pulse and, and you know all 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 these cliche things one does and he i think he's gonna try and patch him up a little bit yeah he's gonna provide some aid providing aid use is uses wits so I'm not too terrible at that, I hope. Uh, all right, here we go. That's a seven on the action die and a five and an eight on the challenge dice for a weak hit. On a weak hit as above, but the recovery costs time or resources. Choose one, lose momentum minus two or sacrifice uh, resources minus two. Uh, we are going to sacrifice a bit of momentum here. So uh, Hicks 
patches him up the best he can. Uh, it's not perfect, but it's good enough. And he, he tries to, to kind of slap him a little bit to, to get him to wake up. Hex is not a medicine man in any way, shape, or form. So yeah, he's just gonna slap this guy and try to get him to wake up. And he's like, hey man, come on. You, you gotta wake up. We, we can't stay here. And I think the other guy is, he comes to a little bit and he's like, what? What happened? And Hicks goes, man, I, I don't have time to explain right now. I'm just going to put you on my shoulders, get you to my ship, put you in the crier and get you to, to safety. All right. Anywhere, anywhere you want to go. And I think the other guy is, is, hmm. Is he capable of saying if he want to go somewhere? Uh, maybe we're going to retcon this a little bit. So I think uh, uh, I think Hex is more like uh, we're close to, to, to both Helia and, and Bulwark. Uh, anywhere you want to go. And the other guy is, is, is probably going to... Hmm. Does he want to go to to Helia? Let's ask the Oracle. Twenty-eight. No. So he he the other guy's like, uh yeah sure. Um, could you take me to Bulwark? And Hicks is like, all right man, I'm gonna get you there. On this I swear. And we're gonna make a another vow. Great. We, we're going to call this new vow, get the wounded to safety, and we're going to make it a dangerous. Yeah, let's go with the dangerous. Uh, a dangerous vow. Yeah, it works. So we're going to get this uh, guy to, to, to safety. And uh, we're going to swear the iron vow. And we're going to roll plus heart. Because we don't have any connection or anything with this guy. So he's just a pure plus heart. So again, not uh, Hex's best stat. But it's a plus two. So it should go. It should work. It should work. Forgot to roll the other night. Okay. So it's a eight on the action die. And a two and a one on the challenge dies so that's a strong hit i rolled very well this game and that scares me because that means that i'm going to get some real shit coming at me very soon well uh for now on a strong hit you are emboldened and it's clear what you must do next take plus two momentum so that puts our momentum up to four which is not bad like to have a six but yeah we, we take what we can have so we have sworn sworn them out i don't think there's anything else we can do here uh we need to uh to, to grab this guy uh hex just throws him out throws him up onto his shoulders and he gets to the big hole in the hull and hooks his uh, winch back on gets back to his ship he get, opens the, the hatch he takes the wounded into the cryo chamber and puts him in one of the cryo tubes, put it on, and he gets to the cockpit. And on his way, he, he throws out his 
his coin shot powers and flips all the switches and powers everything up and the ship is basically ready to go when it sits down in the chair but i forgot that we also need to actually roll for investigate the signal i think we've we reached the mile a milestone when we when we found this guy i think we did when we found this guy and when we decided to help him and we swore the iron vow and everything we're gonna i think we're gonna mark the the progress on investigate the signal for puts us on to a nine which is which is great so i think uh, we're ready to to uh fulfill the vow to check out the signal um because we are at the end we're gonna uh, leave the the area and we're gonna get this guy to safety so i'm just gonna roll fulfill your vow so it's a nine on on the bow and we're gonna roll challenge die five and a five so huh that's a strong hit your vow is fulfilled mark a reward on your quest legacy track per the vow rank uh, this is only a troublesome so we only get a uh, one tick on the quest track or legacy track but it's better than nothing and yeah that's it. We have fulfilled our first vow. Great. And we have sworn sworn the, the vow. I think that what we're going to do now is set a course to to uh, set a course to bulwark to try and get the wounded to safety. So set a course when you follow a known route through perilous space across hazardous terrain or within a mysterious site. Roll plus supply. So plus supply. Uh, we are currently at a five. So here we go. That's a nine on the ch challenge dice. No. Yeah. That's a nine on the action dice and a one and a two on the challenge dice for yet another strong hit. What the heck is going on with these dice? I guess Rolo just loves me. But uh, on a strong hit, you reach your destination and the situation there favors you. Take plus one momentum. So that's one more momentum putting us at five. And I'm actually going to uh, put a... I'm going to mark progress on get the wounded to safety because I, I say that same a kind of a milestone because we actually reach the the place so this is a dangerous uh, vow so it only gives us two ticks but so far this is actually going great much better than i thought it would and with that i think that this is a good place to end the session so thank you very much for listening and i hope you have enjoyed it and that i will see you again on the next one Thank you for listening. If you like what you have heard, share this pod with anyone and everyone. Feel free to subscribe to the show in any and all podcatchers. Leaving a review is also very much appreciated. If you wish to get in contact with me, you can find me at sapsquest at gmail.com. Music by Diego Suarez and Tabletop Audio.
Rolo's blessing be upon you, and may your dice forever be in your favor.